0: Welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I'm here today with Melanie Hudson. Hey, Lori. Hi, Melanie. (laughs) Good to see you. So great to be here with you again. I know. We always have such a good time, and hopefully we're giving good information to you listeners, and today we are talking about... Living your best life.
1: Life is short. Life is short, but it can be very full. It's an opportunity to live a very long, deep, rich life.
0: Yeah, and you know, we've been talking about it lately. I know as we get older, the conversation comes up often. And certainly last night we went to a party. It was a fundraiser for the AIDS ride. Go Greg Carlson. Such a wonderful group of people and such an important cause. So it was really wonderful to be there. But you start talking to people and we're all mentioning how quickly the time goes. It really does. And it's so important to not waste time, to live in gratitude and understand how precious our life is and our time is. And sometimes we don't always feel so gracious or so happy that life can be a struggle. And it is oftentimes a struggle. It's hard. But we also don't want to let the difficulty of life get in the way of our enjoyment of it. And it's all important, right? So talking about living your best life, for me, is something I'm very passionate about. It's something I do with my clients every day and something I live every day. And it doesn't mean that we're only supposed to be happy.
1: Right. I'm with you, Lori. And that's my whole thing, too, is to help us all live a life that we feel really joyful in, one where we're loving ourselves, where we're getting to know ourselves, where we can really appreciate every little nuance of life. Mm. For example, last night when we were at that event, I attended with you. Thank you for inviting me. It was such a life-rich moment. It was an outside party. We were under the stars and the moon. These beautiful souls, first of all, were doing this mission to make money for a very good cause. They were singing. They were giving us the gift of music. Music, food, food, wine. And good people. People from all over the world. It was fantastic. It was just such an uplifting moment. And when we're fully present there, right there, not letting anything else get in the way of our minds, it was magical. Yeah, and you... Touch on a couple of things. One thing I think that is probably
0: one of the most important things to living your best life or living a life you love are the people that you hang out with. Yes. The people that you're with, the people who enhance your life, the people that support you. So important to make sure that who you spend time with are people who bring you up as opposed to take you down. And there are some life suckers, you know, no judgment, but again, you want to choose who you hang out with. And if you know people in your life, and we all do, whether they're family or friends or coworkers who are just constantly negative and complaining and always focusing on the things that are wrong, you don't want to hang
1: out with those people. Exactly. And another thing that's right in line with that it's very good to pay attention to who we are and what we think and what our vibration is because if we're feeling positive and we have that way of living, our vibration is high, we're yes. filled with joy, we, at- we tend to attract people like that. Like attracts like. Yep. So
0: It's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We are drawn to those people and they're drawn to us. So I love what you're saying. It's not just the people that we hang out with, but we have to be the people that we want to hang out with. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and if we do come upon somebody that's feeling negative, negative, we can certainly feel compassionate for them and of course. offer them a little something, something, but then make sure our circle is big with really good, positive people who yes. feed us.
0: People who inspire us, people who we can learn from. Yeah. People who push us. Yeah. So supporting us isn't going along with everything that we do or say. Sometimes it's calling us out mm-hmm. on our stuff. Yes. And that's important too. And that's, and that is loving. So to go back to what you're saying about living your best life it is also being your best self yes what i call living above the line living in gratitude living in a place of strength and love and
1: compassion right yes flexibility absolutely. huge yes and and full presence in life which is part of the gratitude package mm-hmm. because when you're aware of everything in your environment. When you look at the person or the people that you're with and you're feeling their vibe, really paying attention to them without having all these zillions of thoughts in your head with what might, what I've got to do next, what I've got to say next, what that person did to me three weeks ago and just be fully present with the person, fully present with the environment, looking at the beauty. For example, last night, the hosts did a wonderful job of setting up the tables and a stage. We were in a yard, a garden and With lights and flowers and and, cupcakes. It was just fantastic (laughs) and just taking it in. So, yes. And, and that rich, that feeds our soul, too. That helps us to become the, a better person when we're able to experience that and appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And another thing that I, I heard in what you were saying, even though you didn't use the word, is forgiveness. If we're living in that place yes. of resentment and anger and pain and victimhood, this happened to me, and why did this happen? And why did that person do that to me? And this person makes me do this or makes me feel this way, or this horrible thing happened, or this this person did this thing to me that was horrible. When we live in that space, it's the old story, right? It's like, it's like taking poison and expecting someone else to die. We are the ones that are suffering forgiveness. It's not just important. It's essential Mm -hmm. to be living your best life. So if you find yourself holding on, to old pains, old resentments. It is so important for you to forgive, not for the other person. They don't even have to know. Right. It is all for you. And it's sort of a cliche. People talk about it all the time, but there's a reason why people talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Because it is so important to live in that above-the-line place of love, forgiveness, gratitude, Mm -hmm. appreciation, all of the things that we're talking about. Curiosity. Yes, yes right? Courage. Yes. Yes. Doing what you want to do, Mm -hmm. going for what you want. Also, in my opinion, essential for living the life you want. So many people settle or they don't go for what they want. It's risky, right? It can be risky. It can Mm -hmm. be scary. And so they stay in a place that's comfortable and certain, which is certainly a choice. But again, my opinion, I'm not saying everyone's going to agree with me to really be living your life is to first know what you want, and we yep. talked about yes. this this morning, right? Between ourselves, That you have to know what you want. And sometimes that's a big question and not mm-hmm. so easy to answer. When you focus on what you really want and you take the action steps to get there, no matter how scary or difficult or how long it takes, you are living your life and you are going to be living your best life. And sometimes we don't do that as well as other times. A lot of people get caught up on the, well, how? How am I going to get that thing? How am I going to do that thing? Or we have those beliefs, those core beliefs that get in the way. Oh, I can't do that. Everyone else is doing that. I'm not good enough or smart enough or it's too hard. I hear these objections and these core beliefs every day. And we have to challenge ourselves. If we have a coach or a friend or a loved one to challenge us, great. But we can challenge ourselves and ask ourselves, really? Is that really true? And to think about the possibilities and understand those things that are getting in the way. Because when we're clear about the what it is, the how it will happen, it's
1: not so important. It's so beautiful. And it's so true. And it's all about growth. Everything that you're saying is about taking responsibility for our lives, which is another part of living our best life. We take responsibility for how we interact with people, how we want to be in the world, how we want to develop as human beings, as spiritual beings, as intellectual beings, and doing whatever it takes, just like you said. Yes, And, and, and looking at the hardness, like, oh, no, it's so hard. So what? It's an adventure. And, and the way I look at it, I have a friend who embarked on a particular educational path. And one year in she was like, Oh my God, I can't do this. It's so hard. And I I think I'm going to give up. I'm like, why not just go ahead and go for it? Because in four years, it's going to be over. You're going to have a whole new chapter. You're going to have a whole different world. And if you didn't do it, In four years, you're just going to be living the same exact world that you've been living. And then you're going to have regrets. You may potentially have regrets. Right, Getting stuck in that place based on probably some, again, fears or
0: beliefs, some core ones. Yes. Understanding what those are. But staying in that place of safety or security or certainty, again, feels really good, sort of. Mm -hmm. But you're not really fully living your life. No. And I may have said this before on another show, but it's important. So many people talk about, oh, yeah, but it's hard or it's scary or I don't feel comfortable. And that's when I say, yes, (laughs) (laughs) you're on the right path. If it feels uncomfortable and scary, then you know that's a good thing. And if you're not feeling uncomfortable and scared, maybe you're not living big enough or dreaming big enough.
1: Well, you know, Laurie, one of the stories that you told me about something that you did, which blew my mind, which is an example of how you're willing to grow, is when the Larry King show called you up and said, "Laurie, we're looking for a sex therapist to appear on our show in four hours. Are you interested? And you put on your makeup, you put on your best dress, and you were down at the Larry King studio on their set three hours later. I'm like, are you kidding me? I would have been catatonic. I would have passed. <laughs> I would have said no. I would have freaked out. I'm like, oh my god, I don't have any I don't know what to say. I don't tr-. That is a giant step.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, but I will tell you that is the result of hanging out or talking to people right. that that I get inspired by that I learn from and grow from. And early on in my career, I remember I had an opportunity to speak at a media, big media event with other people on the panel who were much more experienced and seasoned than I. Much more. I was brand new. I was the baby. And I was really scared. And I went to this mentor of mine and I said, help me. And he said, don't ever wait till you're ready to do something. Oh, that's wonderful. Because you're never going to be ready. Just do it. And that gets you ready. Go for it. And that's something that I have applied that. And of course, do something every day that scares you. Mm -hmm. So when I get something like that in my
1: face, a challenge, and it was a challenge, I say yes. Oh my gosh. And look at the growth that you received. You you have it, it got you it gave you courage. You had the courage in the first place, but probably built your confidence like crazy. Probably helped you become more clear about who you actually are in the world because you put yourself out there in the world as you wanted to be. So you became even more of who you are. So, it's it was saying so yes positive usually positive is good
0: sometimes we need to say no, but saying yes usually, and one of the big things about that particular event, which was really I didn't know it at the time, of course, but when I look back, I go, man, thank goodness I said yes." I mean, I had done a lot of TV before, you know, little things here and there, you know. But not, I mean, Larry King at that time oh was a gosh. pretty big thing. Yes. And my mother saw it. And, you know, we all want our parents' approval. And we'll just say it wasn't that easy to get my mother's <laughs> approval. And when I did the show and she watched it, you know, she said to me, like one of the nicest things she's ever said, she just said, I am so proud of you. You showed such class and you're so intelligent. And She just was beaming and she told Mm -hmm. all her friends and, and that was such a great moment. And she died shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. So that's a moment that had I said, no, I would never have gotten to experience that. So Mm -hmm. we never know. And again, saying yes, look, I could have been a complete flop and maybe I was. (laughs) Who knows? I don't think so. It wasn't even important. I felt like it was a success just Mm -hmm. saying yes. Mm -hmm. And so to think about that. And really, it is important that when we're thinking about what we want to dream big, to think big, to feel uncomfortable, to feel scared, to know that it's hard because that's when we know we're on the right path. Mm -hmm. Again, my opinion for most of us to really live your life. For those of you who don't agree with me, that's okay. You get to make choices. We all need to make our own choices. We just want to make sure that they're conscious choices, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: is another thing about living your best life. It's the knowing
1: what you want and deciding to do the things that it takes. Deciding, right? Exactly. Exactly. And then another part of that, Lori, is preparing. It's all part of knowing what you want. Mm -hmm embarking on what you need to do to get it and so it's all preparation and so these opportunities will come your way which will help to f- expand your growth even more yeah. so you prepared for the Larry green uh, the Larry King show for years with just the your career path with all the education that you did all the counseling that you had done so you were prepared for it yeah too. what
0: is it there's a quote I think it's something like um, preparation plus opportunity equals success yes yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, you need to have the opportunities. Of course, you're lucky when you have those opportunities, but the preparation, you're right, is important. You- You want to hone your skills. Mm -hmm. You want to be your best self. And again, we go back to the people you hang out with and the the things you do, what you watch, what you read. Yes. How do you spend your time? What are you spending your time on your computer doing? Are you watching cat videos? Not that there's anything wrong with those. I love cat videos. I I love them.
1: Not Uh, not 24 hours a day.
0: (laughs) But Yeah. Are you doing that? Or are you watching a TED Talk that you can be inspired by? So, you know, again, the books that we're reading, not that there's anything wrong with reading a real really fun novel because yeah, you know, we got to have some, some enjoyment and pleasure in our life. But there's lots of amazing books out there and resources to to gain
1: knowledge. And there are also a lot of opportunities. I know that I've lived in r- many rural areas growing up. I've lived in small towns. I've lived in big cities. And no matter where I've lived, there's always something to do, probably less so in rural areas.
0: But, well, different you know, things. <laughs> there
1: are different things. I, you know, there's there is something that will enrich our lives, especially in more uh, you know populated areas, but even in the country. I would go for walks in the yes. fields. I would, you know, help my mother in the garden even though I didn't love the garden work, but it it still it was a good experience for me. It helped me get in uh, not gave, gave me knowledge of earth and and plants and health and all of these things that enrich our lives, that helps us to live our best lives. Yeah, even cooking. You know, we were yes. talking about cooking. Yes. Cooking
0: a, a meal that you really can enjoy, that's nourishing your body and taking yes. that time and doing something that is good for you and enjoying the process of doing it it's really great when you cook for people that you love yeah. there's no better way i think to show our love by you know cooking that meal and spending that really great time sitting at a table and talking and sharing. So for me that's one of that's one of my favorite things that makes me happy. But here's the thing about living your best life. It's not just about being happy as I said at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. It's also allowing yourself to embrace and experience every emotion, including the pain of loss and and struggles of loneliness and all kinds of things that we go through, life changes, situational things that are incredibly challenging, that do cause us a lot of pain and struggle. We need to embrace those things too, because it's when we avoid those feelings, we avoid the, what we call quote unquote, negative feelings, because there really are no negative feelings. They're all feelings. And really just knowing that it's okay to feel those things, not only okay, it is a way to move forward. And we can give meaning to our loss. I don't think everything happens for a reason necessarily, but we can give meaning to the difficult things that have happened in our life. And to be able to feel those things rather than try to avoid them. Because when we try to avoid them, this is when we watch too much TV, we take drugs, we have unconscious sex, uh, we eat too much food, we drink too much alcohol. There's all kinds of ways that we can check out and avoid feeling. Those are the times that we suffer the most. So allowing ourselves to go through those feelings. It's also important in a relationship to talk about the things that we're unhappy with or struggling with. And it's also important in our life. And I think a lot of people avoid feeling those things as they feel bad. We have these labels about what's good, what's bad food. That's bad food. That's good food. Sugar's bad. Uh, Bad feeling. Sadness is bad. It's depression. Take a pill. (laughs) Right. Don't eat any sugar. I mean, we have all of these labels and these extremes. And like you were saying, to be in the moment,
1: enjoy whatever is, even the pain. Right, right. And then I'm sure you have methods. And I want to ask you about your methods of how do you ask people to really get into that pain and process it So that it doesn't wipe them out, but it helps Mm -hmm. them to learn. Do you have techniques for that type of thing? I do. I mean, the first thing is just to be aware of it,
0: to Mm -hmm. allow yourself to be aware of it. And so many people automatically aren't. So I mean, when I'm with them, and I can see them or I'm talking to them, I can point something out if I see something going on, and I can see it in a second, and they may try to deflect. Talk about something else. So it's getting them to stay there. But it's also teaching them what I call above the line and below the line living. Below the line are things like pain and fear, uh, judgment, rigidity. Those things that we all have, we all experience. And to really let people understand, and that's what I want you to understand, that those things are not bad. They're just part of being human. So it's okay. Not only okay, of course you're going to go below the line many times a day sometimes. What I want you to do or what I encourage you to do and what I do with my clients and myself is to be aware of when you go below the line. Allow yourself to be wherever you're at. This is mindfulness. Feel whatever you're feeling, but you don't want to act from there or live there. So you don't want to live below the line. You don't want to act below the line. So when you're there, allow yourself to feel it, understand it, get curious and compassionate. So here we go. You're aware. That's consciousness. You start getting curious and compassionate. No judgment. Now all of a sudden, just these things, these are above the line things, you start to move up. And this is how you start to get out of that. Mm -hmm. Again, you have to be there first. Allow yourself to be there. Be really conscious. Move through it. And then find those other ways to approach it. Changing your attitude. Changing your way of thinking about it. And that's I think really as kind of a simple model and you know my model, this is the way I talk about the model. I don't believe it's new. I think people talk about it in different ways. Law of attraction would say low vibration versus high vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of ways that people talk about it. This is sort of the model that I've come up with. I know Michelle Obama, she said in one of her speeches, she said, when they go low, we go high. Yeah, girl. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's my line. Yes, Because I teach couples, it's only one person. Below the line at a time. If you know that your partner is below the line, do what you can to go above the line. Be curious. Be compassionate.
1: Yeah, listen. So it's like instead of spiraling down. So if you get down, you get bummed out, and it's like I'm suck. I'm horrible. Life sucks. Blah blah. blah. Go down, down, down. You're doing the opposite. You're telling people to go there. Go there. Go there, and then spiral up. Yes. Into the upper level. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Slowly but surely. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. But you can't. I love it. Yeah, you can't skip the being there first. Right. And so people do one right. of two things. Generally, mm-hmm. uh, they can spiral down, like you said. They keep going and they get stuck. Mm-hmm. Usually, the judgment will keep them stuck. Oh, why am I feeling this? I don't want to feel this. I shouldn't be feeling this. Uh, but they get really stuck, or they're just not even aware of it, or they avoid it altogether. Oh, this feels bad. So I'm going to go have a drink, or yeah. I'm going to go eat you know, some ice cream, (laughs) right,
1: right, right, right. I'm going to have sex with a
0: stranger. Um, so there's all kinds of ways, or I'm going to watch TV for five hours. Mm -hmm. I've been guilty of that one. (laughs) Uh, so we've all done it. It's again, it's not to feel judgment, Because sometimes we are going to stay below the line for maybe longer than we ideally want to. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that's okay, too. Just do it consciously. You know Um, what? Right now, I'm feeling really mad. I'm feeling really sad. I'm going to crawl up in a ball and stay in bed for, you know, five hours or all day and watch TV and eat ice cream. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to enjoy it. Okay.
1: (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. so beautiful. You know, what I do... um, you know, I'm not a therapist, so... But I, you're a wonderful, enlightened human being. Thank you. And I have little techniques that I like to share to help people, you know, come to terms with things that, with pain mm-hmm. and, and and that type of thing. And mine is very simple, but it's super effective. Maybe not to the level that you do as a therapist, but uh, okay. (laughs) Thank you. So I say just journal because I am a journaler. And when you can write it down, you write down the problem, you write down the issue, you write down who hurt you and how badly you feel. And you can just let it all out on paper, Mm -hmm. but then you have to continue it because it's a little bit like what you do. I ask what did I do to contribute to this? Now, sometimes we didn't do anything. I love that. Yes, but you know, if we're in a relationship that stinks, and you end up staying in the relationship, but then you keep blaming the other person well, if because you stayed they hurt in the relationship. You want to own that exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then it's like. After that, then what can I do to change it? What can I learn from this thing? What can I do? Yes. So it's taking, again, responsibility. I'm all about that. That is such a great example. And what I
0: would call below the line is
1: victim, above the line is
0: empowered. Yes. And that's exactly what you're doing. So it's it's exactly the same thing. It's just a different technique to do it. And Mm. I love the way you're pointing that out, there's lots of different techniques. Yes. It might be journaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be writing a letter yes. that you're never going to mail. Mm-hmm. But I love the going from that place of, of pain or blame or whatever it might be to the place of empowerment or accountability or responsibility. Yeah, It's the same way in a relationship. If you want to find the right one, you have to be, be the, right the right one. one. Yes. Right. If you want to have a loving relationship or a generous, loving partner, you need to be a generous, loving partner. Yes. Which is so important. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. it, it, The way that you're doing it is a great example. For a lot of people, journaling is really powerful.
1: It really, really is. And I highly I use that I prescribe that I do it myself regularly I used to do it every single morning and now I find that I just do it when I need to get clear yeah and it's really helpful it's really helpful yeah and, and, and meditation too meditation is beautiful it's mm-hmm. really wonderful although meditation can be hard because if you're in a space of mind tripping it can be challenging to to keep your mind clear well it's one of that. those
0: things it's like it's really difficult to run a marathon if you haven't run. So how do you do it? You have to start slowly. You start training yourself slowly, or it's hard to have big biceps when you have never lifted a weight. So it takes that, that time and Mm -hmm. that consistency and that skill. And then the more you practice it slowly and consistently over time, you will then get those strong muscles. You will then be able to do those things. And it's certainly that way with mindfulness. And I, or meditation. I, I like mindfulness. It's a type of meditation, but there's so many great resources out there. Mm-hmm. Truly, one of those things that is absolutely life changing. It doesn't take that long. Minutes a day but it needs to be done consistently over time. But once it starts to kick in, because at first it's really hard, but once it starts to kick in, it works. Again, if it's really hard, if you're challenged, you're on the right path. (laughs) So these are our ideas of living your best life. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be living your best life. Think about what you really want. Take those action steps to get there. Understand what's stopping you. And if you need a coach which I think everybody can benefit from a coach, myself included, it's a great way to get to where you want to go. And if you're interested in working with me, you can certainly get all the information you need by calling me or going to my website, yourcoachforlove.com, and give me a call, send me an email. And if you have really accomplished some great dream and you are living your best life, we want to hear about it. Tell us your stories. Uh, next month, we're going to be reading some of the stories and some of the emails we've been receiving because they're wonderful and we want to share them with you. But definitely send them. Don't be shy. We want to hear your success stories as well as your challenges and your questions. So please send them to, you can send them to lori at coachlauriebuckley.com and I would be happy and would love to read them. And I know Melanie wants to see them too and yes. we'll read them
1: on the show. I'm super excited to see it. And thank you, Lori. This was wonderful. I learned a lot from you today. And I'm sure everybody else out there did too. Well, thank you. It's always wonderful spending time with you. Oh, thank you. And And listeners, always
0: really appreciate you tuning in. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I will be back. We will be back soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.